Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. This is Locked On Coyotes. I'm Robin Leonio Carl Pavlik right beside me um, as we get this Thursday, as we get ready for the Arizona Coyotes versus Tampa Bay Lightning on the road in Tampa. Um, before we get started, though, I do want to address one thing. Um, I know a lot of you guys probably watched the uh, the TSN interview um, regarding the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, and it was probably tough for a lot of you guys to watch it. Um it was tough for, I mean, I know it was tough for me. Um, I took some, like, I took some time to rest after that. I, But um, what I want to let you guys know, though, if you guys want to uh, learn anything more about that, um, I want to go ahead and direct you guys over to our friends at Locked on NHL. They did actually a great um, episode uh, yesterday after the report was released, as well as uh, take all, also check out Locked on Blackhawks. Our good friend Jack Bushman at Locked on Blackhawks will have all the stuff for you regarding um, the interview and regarding the uh, the report coming out for the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, but that said, let's let's get things going on today's episode, though. Um, to get ready to talk about, again, Arizona Coyotes versus Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Carl, not going to be an easy game, right? Nope. Uh, I, I don't think anyone expects any game on this road trip to be really easy. Uh, this one's going to be a tough one. The Lightning have, I'm not going to say struggled out the gate, but they have looked fallible um, in a way that they hadn't in previous seasons. So this may be the best time to catch the Lightning, but they're still a very tough team. Uh, It's going to be very difficult for the Coyotes to pull one out. And they desperately need a win. They have not gotten one yet. I mean, look look at based off the teams that they're playing, that they've been playing. and 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 their performance against these certain teams, the Lightning are, are five in our most updated power rankings. I don't have the graphic with me. I didn't get a chance to download it and put it into our um, into our stream here for those who are watching on YouTube. But uh, Lightning are five, um, and they dropped a couple, but still, like they were still, still a top five team in the NHL, and the Coyotes are thirty one. They actually, they actually went up one with Chicago dumping down to the bottom. Yeah, the Lightning have dropped games against the Pittsburgh Penguins, Florida Panthers, Colorado Avalanche, and Buffalo Sabres. Uh, two of those teams have had very hot starts um, this year. The Florida Panthers um, undefeated, as the Coyotes know. Um, and the Buffalo Sabres no longer undefeated, but still really good. Um, like the, the Lightning ran into a hot Buffalo Sabres team. Who'd have thought that would happen? Um, other two, Pittsburgh Penguins and Colorado Avalanche, there are other teams that aren't necessarily having the best start to the season, but still like really good, like stacked teams. Uh, so it kind of makes sense that they're kind of struggling against each other. But yeah, it's not like they're dropping games against the the Ducks or the Blackhawks or the Coyotes yet. Yeah, the um, if you want to know based off all, all the teams the Coyotes have been playing, the lowest ranked team that they lost to 
was the Columbus Blue Jackets that opening night, and they're 22. Oh, wow. 22 for the Blue Jackets. I'm, I'm trying to think where I expected them to, to finish. Um, and, yeah, the, the Coyotes have not had easy competition. The Lightning haven't exactly either. Um, but, you know, they still have a lot of offensive weapons. They traded a lot of people to, to get back under the cap uh, after some – Eh, let's say shenanigans last season, uh, depending on how you feel about what the Lightning did. Uh, I'm personally okay with it. I do not care that the Lightning found loopholes, but it has resulted in some pretty significant changes to the to that lineup, and um, it'll be interesting to see what the Coyotes can do, and maybe they can catch them by surprise. Yeah, maybe they can. I mean, the um, trying to look at their cat-friendly table, um, seeing who's on, out there. And for some reason, it's telling me it's there. We go. Um, for some reason, my connections in red. I'm like, that's not right. Because <laughs> um, I mean, we know Nikita Kucherov's out. Um, trying to see who else is looking at their roster. I mean, they still got. I mean, they still got a stacked roster, regardless. But they still got Stamkos. They still got. Uh... Um, Point and Headman, Headman, uh, Vasilevsky, uh, uh, Mikhail Sergachev. I've never had Sergachev. Never had to pronounce his name out loud. I've only had to write it. Uh, <laughs> this is the joys of going to podcasts. I now have to say names that I only had to write before. Hey, it um, gets easier. Yeah, um, but those are all like dangerous players. Um, like I would not want the Coyotes to have to go up against Stamkos eight times a year. Like I'm glad that they're in a different conference and we always see them twice. Yeah, and this is uh, our first. This is our first shot at it. So, yeah. And uh, let's say this: the most important player that they still have in goal, uh, Vasilevsky. Yeah, I mentioned. I did mention Vasilevsky's name, but like, uh, yeah, he's de- definitely you know one of the top three goalies in the league. And yeah. it's scary good. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, I mean, I think we all kind of expect this to happen, too. Like, it's the Stanley Cup hangover. We see it almost every year. Like, you know, maybe the Lightning spent a little bit too much time celebrating, not enough time in the gym. Uh, and by that, I mean they are professional athletes who went to the gym more than normal people did but you know the other teams that didn't have the success they go a little bit harder um and i'm sure the lightning will come back in and just kind of be a dominant team this doesn't seem like a team whose cap or whose cup window has ended like it seems like they're only beginning like they're still really young yeah the uh trying to look at it the that's the what do you call it? The uh, that's the Stanley Cup hangover. That's what you were saying. It seems to be. It, it seems to get the worst when you're a team that finished a back to back. I'm gonna go ahead and point over to Pittsburgh when they do when they're back to back. Oh yeah. Um, it was not. <laughs> Although, like, I'm trying to remember how the Capitals did, just because I remember like Ovechkin that entire summer like constantly like looked like he was buzzed and just 
loving that day with the cup, just walking around uh, in total bliss and happiness. I imagine that led to a, a bad real hangover as well as a Stanley Cup hangover. <laughs> uh, uh, he's Russian. He didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, like, and I mean, back to back cups, it's a, it's a thing. And, the Lightning won theirs in two really unusual circumstances, but it didn't make it any easier for them to win the Stanley Cup. Exactly, because that just meant other teams were also better conditioned too. Um, yeah, because again, we're seeing because we're, we're now seeing teams that are becoming closer to super teams here in the National Hockey League, and that's that's kind of scary to see how, um, especially when we're talking about you know the Arizona Coyotes, a team that's rebuilding is. They're just going to get thrown back down to the wolves every single time. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, it's going to be, you know, brutal in the long term, but hockey's one of those games where, hey, maybe we can get some surprises. I mean, let's take a look at it this way. I mean, a lot of team, a lot, a lot of, um, teams like to build, uh, like, like to build up and they end up becoming like creating solid dynasties out of it. Um, so I, I'm not saying I'm not saying the Coyotes, you know, six, seven years from now are going to be a Stanley Cup contending team. I cannot I cannot predict what's going to happen that far in advance, um, yeah. obviously, because we had to we had to see a well executed rebuild in these first two years. Yeah, definitely. It is. I think the Lightning in general are the team that every hockey club should be looking to be. Uh they they did things right, but they also acquired some some solid pieces. Um, they drafted really well. Um, not too many misses there. They are uh, at this point an ideal NHL franchise, and it's great to see a Sun Belt team uh, doing that. Like you know, if I think the bigger dynasties we tend to see are Canadian teams like the Oilers in the eighties um, or the Detroit Red Wings, but like having a non-traditional hockey market be successful. That's really cool to help grow the sport. Like people now look at the Tampa Bay lightning as, you know, the pinnacle of what you can be in the NHL because they have had so much success. And that's awesome. Isn't that funny how, um, all it takes is a successful team to people to for people to see hockey in the and you know in the Sun Belt to actually kind of work because they look at the Arizona Coyotes and they you know Canadian media will jump at any opportunity to get us to relocate or sell the team or do X Y and Z and just say see it doesn't work in there it doesn't work there it doesn't work there but then they're like they look over the table like oh. Yeah, um, and it's like I think Arizona, especially, like they need to win to be successful. That's just the nature of sports in the valley. Um, but yeah, winning really changes things. Um, we saw it with the Nashville Predators. Um, we saw it with the Carolina Hurricanes. Like once you get winning in there and combine that with a unique culture, that's the recipe for success. Um, and it is something that I do think it's underplayed by the more traditional hockey markets. Exactly, exactly. But we still got more to get to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We'll continue our preview of the Arizona Coyotes versus the Tampa Bay Lightning, all that coming up. Plus, we'll also talk about um, 
a little more uh, player injury news. Just a couple of extra things we had to, a couple of housekeeping items we had to talk to you. All that coming up in just a sec. But first, let's take a word from our sponsors. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so back here on Lockdown Coyotes, once again, Robin Leonio and Kyle Pavlik, as we get ready to dis, uh, to count down to Arizona Coyotes versus Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, before we get any more into the game, however, we do have another injury to report. Luckily, this is not an, uh, a longer-term injury. We have a, a Nick Schmaltz out day-to-day. The other three players we mentioned on the previous episode are actually play, officially placed on injured reserve as of um yesterday but schmaltz is now listed as day today so at least four players out for the arizona coyotes in this carl it makes a lot more sense as to why barrett hayton was called up absolutely uh i think earlier this week we were talking about it like he there's maybe other players that could have gotten the call up before especially if he's looking to replace the zingle which is what we thought at the time uh as soon as i saw that schmaltz was day to day you're like oh that makes sense that they brought up Hayton, um, that they need like a center. Uh, and especially with this being like a short-term thing, it'll be interesting to see. Um, uh, I believe Bear is pretty much communicated. He's going to play. So I expect to see him draw in against the Lightning today. Yeah, um, Bear and Armstrong were pretty much saying like, yeah, no, he is like, yeah, he, yeah, he said that. He said that like, he is here to play. Like, like based off the, like the context of it, the, the the wording of it looks like it's like no, we're just, we're not just here to maybe get slot him in. He's here to play. Like, yeah, and I think um on one of the rushes I saw with is him and uh, Keller and Kraus. So top line duty for for Barrett Hayton. Excellent opportunity for him. Uh, possibly get him like you know some sheltered minutes uh, against you know. If the if the coach can swing some like good line matches, that would be great to see the top line of the Coyotes against the bottom line of the Lightning. Um, it'll be uh, interesting to see what Hayton can do with his you know with his time. Um, I th- he doesn't. It doesn't sound like he has like long like a long time to impress with Schmaltz being just day to day. But if he could, you know impressed then let's see where he is on the team yeah i mean again um the i think it was uh someone who commented after i after after i talked about the uh the players on injury reserve someone responded that uh uh injury harbors opportunity and i think this is mainly like yeah you could you can make the argument for prospect getting an opportunity but this is mainly hayden's opportunity um we've, t- we've been talking about how he played last year he didn't have a good um a good start to the Arizona Coyote season last year and immediately got sent down and the Rod Runners weren't playing well either. So obviously he wasn't playing well. Yeah. This is his opportunity. Yeah. Uh, more so than anyone 
except Kyle Capobianco, um, just because you know Timmons being out long term is is good for him. Uh, but this is a, a good opportunity for Hayton um, because there are like moves that the Coyotes could make. Um, as we mentioned uh, a couple times this week, Christian Fisher is playing center, so if Hayton's able to like slot in center full time, like there's a there's a spot for him there. If the team wants him to like maybe spend some time at wing, you know, it's not a offensively deep team, so the Coyotes can make some adjustments and fit him in there. Prosvetov is a player where I think everyone wants him to spend a majority of the season being the starter and the roadrunner. So like this is more of a, a cup of coffee, see where you're at, get you a little bit of a raise, get you some NHL experience. But at the end of the day, we expect him to go down. Uh, Hayton, I don't think, has that same expectation. He may go down. He may stay up. We don't know. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me when you mentioned mentioning Perez with Todd. I think as we mentioned uh, on earlier this week, that um, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be pretty likely that if Hutton ends up being out on the latter side of that two to four weeks, then about some, somewhere down the line, Prosvetov gets sent back down. Kojanosh gets called up. Yeah. Kojanosh gets called up or the team, you know, maybe starts looking for a trade uh, to acquire someone new um, because I do not think that they want uh, Prosvetov to be just riding pine for the entire season. Like there's a reason uh, Armstrong and Bear are just like, yeah, Hayton's going to play because like these younger players, they need to play. They need that experience. And uh, coaches know it. Front office knows it. Yeah, we know it. And Hayton knows it as well. Exactly. Um, and that's what that, – I mean, I'm excited to see Hayton. Um, it's – I mean, it, it, is it unfortunate he has to play the Tampa Bay Lightning? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean it, – it, It's a trial by fire, definitely. Yeah, I mean, again, maybe that's like something that just ends up becoming a surprise. And he plays well, the Coyotes play well, and they make it an interesting game. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest thing the Coyotes need right now is confidence um, and like an upset win over the uh, defending Stanley Cup champs. That's a confidence builder. So that'd be, that'd be great to see. Um, I don't know how likely it is but eh, we've seen stranger things in hockey um and it wouldn't surprise me if the coyotes managed an upset today wouldn't surprise me if hayton was a big part of it um we saw dyson mayo score his first goal in his first game why can't hayton have a a move like that maybe the lightning are underestimating a little him a little bit because he uh spent some time in the ahl Absolutely. We will see indeed. Hey, we still got more to get to on this episode. We're going to go ahead and preview um, and actually and predict the Coyotes versus Tampa Bay Lightning. How do we think this game is going to go? All that coming up in just a sec. But first, I want to tell you guys about Rock Auto. Uh, the ever-increased number of makes and models is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure off pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? While wait for the person behind the counter ordering the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. 
So why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when you can go to Rock Auto, a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years? Their, reli- their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website and today, today and find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, and while you're there, Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. It's all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Okay, it's prediction time, Carl. Obviously, here's the way to get things started. Um, I always like to start by bringing out our lines, courtesy of BetOnline.ag. Okay. The puck line: Arizona Coyotes are point and a half underdogs at plus 103 money line underdogs plus 270 so minus minus 307 for the Tampa Bay Lightning total points set at five and a half points well right away what stands out is that five and a half points seems low it does seem low like I would probably bet the over on that one uh just because We've seen the Coyotes can have some offensive bursts, uh, and we know the Tampa Bay Lightning can score. Uh, we Coyotes goaltending is a whole big question mark right now, so I, I expect we're going to get more than five and a half goals this game. Yeah, we were, so um, and that's the thing too. I'm looking at based on looking at this line, the over is actually the favorite of either one minus one seventeen for the over, plus one hundred six for the under. Um, yeah. Again, because that's let's be real. It's there's a it's, there's a pretty high chance that this thing goes over, um, yeah. especially if the um, just the way the Tampa Bay Lightning are as a team, and we don't know the kind of team that we're going to see from the, from the Coyotes yet. But yeah, um, do you, what do you think? Do you think the the Coyotes can pull one out, or are you uh, going with the favorites on this? I'm trying to figure that one out because the I mean, based off how the Coyote when the if we see um the first forty minutes coyotes against the against the Florida Panthers, then no. Absolutely no chance. This game yeah. is gonna get blown out of the water. If we see the last five or the last ten minutes coyotes against the Panthers, then who we're gonna be in for some fun. Yeah, uh, it, it's all like I think a big issue that that I really identified against the Panthers, um, and it's been a problem, but it was just very apparent in the first two periods. Uh, the Coyotes have a lot of problems going through the neutral zone. Uh, they were getting shut down there pretty quickly. Uh, it's how you saw such a lopsided shots on goal count, because if you're not getting into the offensive zone, you're not able to get a shot off. Um I don't know if the Lightning are necessarily going to have that same shutdown as the Panthers did, um, which could potentially open things up for the Coyotes. Um, and, and if they can get get set up, if they can actually deploy a Bears system, I think they do have a, a pretty decent shot. Uh, and they got to win the game eventually. They're not going to go 0 uh, 80 one and one this season uh, i think that's uh that's pretty apparent and hockey is kind of a game that's surprise uh 
And I feel like this could be maybe one of the surprises we get. It could be. And I think I, I think it's I think it's definitely possible. Um the obviously the trend is not in favor of them based off just how the teams are. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I can bring up some of the some of the stats on here. Because uh, I, ha- I I always like going through some of the going through those those chart websites, see where they look, see where some teams are. Um, I can't find the Tampa Bay Lightning on this on one chart. It's because I'm looking at the expected goals for and against, and Tampa Bay Lightning are, I think, hidden behind somewhere because mm. prob- there's, there's there's clusters um, out here, but. <laughs> Yeah, that oh, is the thing about those cl- about those graphs. We were just like, ah, oh, everything's too a little bit too tight together. I can't see oh, where they are. There they are. They are at a uh, two point, averaging two point three averages go- um, goals for, and two about two point three averages goals against. So they're pretty even. Meanwhile, the Coyotes are one point nine eight uh, goals against and one point nine six goals for. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's about right. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely it's a it's an interesting situation. Uh, personally, this is not a game that I would bet on, except for that that favorited more than five and a half uh, goals being scored, just because that seems just ridiculously low. Uh, but I think there is something to a team like the Coyotes uh, who are hungry. Um, and let's say this, the Tampa Bay Lightning don't have any former Coyotes. They seem to be giving the team a lot of trouble this year. So uh, maybe that's a good thing. There's not going to be someone on the opposition who's like, I'm going to just take it to the Coyotes this year. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, there, there are no former Coyotes out there. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that we might need to know. Um. Oh, by the way, I'm 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 just looking through the uh, um through the tweet because remember we said that uh this, really, really quick we said that his, the Zingle was unknown. He's week to week. Mm. Week to week. But that's always yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I'm kind of curious if uh, no. I guess they don't need to do another the call up for that because Yashkin was kind of like in and out of the lineup. Um, Dzingel, I thought, um, had kind of established a role with the team, uh, and I'm wondering if they're going to maybe look to bring up someone who can make sure to drop the gloves if things get physical, um, which is definitely something that, I don't know, uh, that could potentially have an impact on the team if they know that they're going to have guys who are willing to stand up for them if, you know, the other team takes advantages. I haven't seen, like, a significant decrease in that sort of thing compared to last season, which everyone was always complaining about. Um, but still really early. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. All right. So here's how I will bet. Um, how I say the bet. Bet the over. And I'm not going to bet the puck line on this one because that could be dicey based off how uh, the, the last game went. Yeah. So bet the money line. Tampa wins. Tampa wins. Uh, I 
predicted on another podcast that I guested on that the Coyotes win this game. Uh, and I feel like I need to be logically consistent. Uh, yeah. That's, that's so, kind of important. Yeah. But I would not encourage you to bet that uh, prediction. <laughs> because you're betting. No, yeah, see, but, but that's the thing, too, is like, do I. Do I feel like the Coyotes could win this game? Oh, absolutely. Um, it's uh, because of all the factors we were just talking about. But betting trends, yeah, this is how I had had like I. This is how I'd think it probably will end up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like there's there's the smart bets, and then there's like the the dumb bet that maybe pulls off. Uh, and the betting on the Coyotes for this one is definitely a dumb bet. Do not. Do it unless you have well, money to spare. I wouldn't say dumb, but it's bold. Bold. Uh, sure. Back to back Stanley Cup winner, one of the worst teams in the NHL this year. Bold is a very polite way to say that. Uh, I like that. Bold. It's a. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good way to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can bring up the, here we go. I'm look. I'm, I'm look. I'm looking at what's up, but, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not going to look good. I'm looking at, I'm just looking at other stats pages and this yeah. is just completely lopsided. There, there's nothing about like these two teams matching up that should give any kind of edge to the coyotes. Um, but the reason we watch sports, the reasons we like it so much is because of underdog stories. And sometimes the team that shouldn't win finds a way because they just want it more. Um, I remember that. Uh, um, do, you, do you remember when the NHL used to be on versus um, and there was that uh, that commercial, uh, the underdog commercial? I vaguely remember that i remember the nhl on versus the, there's been the, uh, so many commercials uh the so. w- w- the end the, the ending words we got ourselves a game yeah i mean yeah it's it makes sense it's it's the thing that that gets marketed um and yeah. it's, it's definitely one of the uh reasons i enjoy watching hockey yeah, I mean, isn't that why the Stanley Cup is one of the most exciting things ever? <laughs> yes. That and like finding out all of the injuries that players sustained immediately afterwards when teams are just like, oh yeah, this, this, and this was wrong with the t- team. They're like, how did they still play? That's also that's also a sad story too because uh, yeah. there's, a ma- there's a massive opioid problem in the NHL and we know it. That is true. Uh, and there are definitely situations where uh, don't play with a hole in your lung. Um, that's a, that's a bad. Uh, but I do think like persevering over a broken foot is, is maybe a little bit more of a, you know, a feel good story for now, at least. Uh, now that we're understanding the implications of players playing injured, I think that's going to perceptions been changing and it's probably going to continue to change but but for now there there is some kind of noble toughness to it all right final score what do you think final score uh four two coyotes four two coyotes wow yes. yes all right okay um i'm gonna go let's see Ooh. 
Um, four three, Tampa Bay. Four three, Tampa Bay. Um, Coyotes getting three. That's still very impressive. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it to them. I mean, they'll they'll be hungry. They'll be again. I'll see. I mean, I'm saying this is going to be a competitive game because again, the Coyotes want it. Yeah. Um, especially because this is the first of a back to back. They got the Washington Capitals tomorrow. That's going to be fun. Uh, which is also that's a whole other story. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's episode or on or technically tonight because we'll do post game show stuff. Yeah. So we won't have too much time to, to dwell on this either way. I know either be something the Coyotes can forget when they play the Capitals tomorrow, or it'll be something where the Coyotes can use that to build up motivation. We will see indeed. So that's going to be it. We're running out of time, so we're going to kind of end this episode. Um, once again, the Arizona Coyotes and Tampa Bay Lightning, um, the 0-5-1 Coyotes are against the defending Stanley Cup champs, back-to-back Stanley Cup champs. That game is today at 4 p.m. Arizona time, um, 7 p.m. on the East Coast. Um, so be sure to watch it if you if, if you are, if you're probably most of the time, a lot of you guys are probably committing from home. Uh, you can go ahead and listen to it on the radio as well. Um, but it is going to do it for today's episode. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review, a like, a comment. Uh, subscribe if you get to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, now including on YouTube. Um, we really appreciate all your support so far of our YouTube channel and just of our, of our podcast. Um, it's because of you guys that we are... Um, one of the best Coyotes podcast out there um, in the state of Arizona. Um, don't, don't forget to interact with us on social media. We are at LO underscore Coyotes. Um, I am personally at Robin underscore Leano. That is R-O-B-Y-N underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik F-F-H. Um, interact with us. Ask us any questions and... Um, you know, we'll interact with you back maybe and answer any, any questions you might have on a future episode of the Locked On Packers podcast. Anyways, thanks everyone once again. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy and don't forget to howl on. <laughs>